Ryan Noonan is playing on the radio, baby. I want to thank Brian Noonan for going on. The world can be a scary place sometimes. You're zipping along in the left-hand lane, and all of a sudden, ha, a couch. But don't worry. We know someone who can help you survive your week. Noonan steps in. He'll help you deal with problems of the modern world. Yes, because oft times, naked men will show up in your house, shower, and then make eggs. He has all the answers. He is one for four. And when all else fails, I can do 1,500 jumping jacks. So sit back, relax, and allow Brian Noonan to drop some knowledge. Good job, Noons. Right here on WGN. Ho, ho, ho! This is great! Holy s***! Brian's back! Brian Noonan, 720 WGN, yes, don't adjust your radios. Dick Pearson is off tonight, and I have the pleasure of being uh, back in the old stomping grounds until 7 o'clock, so we're going to have a good time. I've heard a rumor that there may or may not be a football game happening somewhere, but uh, since it doesn't involve the Bears or me, I really don't care about it. I know there are some of you that that do, but you'll probably be watching it. If you are here, welcome. Welcome. We have a great show planned, and it is always more fun when you are involved. 312-981-7200. Why, it has been a while. 312-981-7200 is the phone number. When you call it, you'll be talking to Cash. She is the executive producer tonight. If you're nice to her, you get to me. That's how it works. Roger's in the newsroom. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, we will uh, have a call from Cody later on at 6.30. He has uh, he has an update on a Bowtie Theater review that I did a few months ago, so we'll be talking a little bit about that. And uh, happy Groundhog's Day. What can I tell you? It is just uh, it's always so exciting when Groundhog Day comes, especially on 0202-2020. If you haven't heard, it's a palindrome day, which, uh, as I looked at my thesaurus earlier, meant it's the same forwards as it is backwards. I hadn't heard that term in a while, Roger. Now, you, uh, as a former teacher, probably knew that exactly right. Well, I knew what a palindrome I did, too. Is, I'm not an idiot. But it doesn't happen that often. Once, so this is the only time this century. Let's yeah. get that out of the way right now. This is a big deal. If you have not celebrated Palindrome Day, mm-hmm. you're never going to get to again. Right. So uh, you'll die with regret. That's all Seriously, if you that have not sound, celebrated. That does yeah. sound foreboding, but it's true. Well, if you have not celebrated Palindrome Day, uh, maybe you don't care about it, and that's to your peril. But you will, uh, you will. Whoa. That's right. Very bold statement. uh, I don't know if you've noticed since I've been gone on Sundays, I've become quite the fatalist. I am an alarmist. Mm -hmm. I am here to rouse the rabble. Mm -hmm. I am uh, (laughs) all about stirring the pot with hot takes Mm. and uh, vague (laughs) threats. That's what we do now. That's I love what it. I do now. It's the new you. It is a new me. I don't know how's it, how's it working out for you so far. I, I think it's great. <laughs> Cash has actually fled the building. She realized she had not bought a palindrome day cake, Uh-oh. and she ran down. Oh, no. to try to get over to Mariano's before their bakery closes because she she does not want to live with regret or die no. die with regret as yeah. I as I said. Yeah. So that's going to be. <laughs> It's going to be a difficult program, I think, now that we've set this uh, this thing. Now, the gro- it is Groundhog's Day. If you yeah. did not hear, the wily rodent that lives in Punxsutawney, uh, Pennsylvania, came out of his hole uh, with much prodding, I'm guessing. Did not or did see uh, no shadow. Did no not shadow. Did see a shadow, right. which means spring is right around the corner, which means by May 1st, we should be able to wear shorts again. It's uh, very exciting. This is all... Are we... 
For all the advancements yes. that we have had as a society. Mm-hmm. Scientific. I, mm-hmm. I, well, I carry a little computer around in my pocket. Right. Leaking radiation into my nether regions. <laughs> but, but still, I have a computer in my pocket, and we're still using a rodent to try to predict the weather. Well. Despite the fact... No, not well. <laughs> despite the fact that he has been wrong, uh, according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration... Yeah. They say the groundhog shows, quote, no predictive skill. None whatsoever. None at all. He's been right about 40% of the time. You could put Tom Skilling in a box. Right. Under this building. Mm-hmm. And he would be right 60% of the time. Oh, I think That's, maybe 75. Well, I'm going know, out there on a limb. All right. Tom's yeah. good. What I'm saying is we trust Tom. Mm-hmm. He has predictive uh, he has predictive skill. Yes, he does. This rodent yeah. does not, and yet we're you know everybody. We keep oh, going back to him. How many years back, have they been going back, back to him? They've, well, all right. I'm glad you mm-hmm. asked that, Roger, because uh, you know I like to prep for the show. I know you do. You know I like to I come know. in. I like to. Uh, you were here about five this morning, weren't you? Uh, yeah, but that was because that's they hired. I'm uh, custodian now, which is exciting. I don't uh, I don't actually get to do shows, but I swept up. You do a very good job. Yeah, so I actually I ran uh, pliers tape. It was fun. Oh, good. So why do uh, why, why do we go and do uh, why do we go to the groundhog for the weather forecast? Well, it has roots in in a Christian religious holiday Ooh. called Candlemas Day. Dating back to ancient times, it was celebrated midway between the winter solstice mm-hmm. and the spring equinox. Uh, later, people across Europe took their candles to church on February 2nd to have them blessed, believing it would bring good tidings throughout the winter. The tradition evolved to incorporate weather. A sunny sky on February 2nd, superstition held, would mean a cold and stormy remainder of the winter. Oh. While a cloudy sky meant a quicker warm-up. The tradition then spread to Germany, where they used a hedgehog, not a blue one with human teeth. <laughs> but an actual uh, living hedgehog. Wow. And its shadow sightings, uh, they joined the mix. The German settlers arrived in colonial America, and they brought it with them. But they had to get a groundhog. More rem- oh, easily, okay. easily Easier to find a groundhog here in uh, the United States than, or, a, than a hedgehog. Which is more docile, a hedgehog or a groundhog? I'm or are they say, pretty much the same? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to judge things as i normally do with absolutely no evidence okay and i'm going to go with sonic the hedgehog right. granted he's an animated character very speedy very but i knew yeah. a person who used to own a hedgehog oh. and every time she would uh, post anything about the hedgehog it was always curled up in a ball sleeping much like <laughs> you every day except Thank sunday <laughs> true so i'm i'm gonna go with they're equally slothful okay Neither one of them has predictive skills, mm-hmm. and the the fact that we still will congregate. Now, listen, I'm all for a good party. Yeah, I'm all for tradition, mm-hmm. uh, and yet I can't see you know people people hang on this like it's a. Oh, I know. It's the gospel. It's a cult. Sure. Well, uh, close to it. Those people at Puxatawney, they dress up. You got guys in top hats. Really? Yeah. Captain Top Hat. That's a uh, listen. We killed off Mr. Peanut. Can we kill off the Oh, please don't go there. It? Don't go there. I saw the commercial earlier I'm today. I'm sorry. What I, is this, 1992 with the I don't just, go there? I, oh, are you going to give me an, well, oh, no, you didn't pretty soon? Is that well, I know it's old news because people have been talking about it for weeks. Yes, But I just saw the commercial today, and I'm like, okay, never mind. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Are you, are you that I didn't upset? Want to, I, I was a little perturbed by the whole commercial. I don't, I don't know why. It was not entertaining. 
uh, it was, here's here's a big word, uh, here's my $4 word, it was inane to me. Wow, inane. Mm-hmm. You don't think that Mr. Peanut died sacrificing himself for others? I think the entire premise was kind of ridiculous, but that's Why, me. because they uh, anamorphosized a peanut? No, because it was whoever thought of the idea for the... I don't want to describe the whole commercial, but the whole premise of the commercial from start to finish well, the, was kind of... It did not help me I want to you empathize wanna, enough to go buy more Mr. Right, Peanuts. Do you want to know why they did it? Why? I read this. Uh-oh. Uh, and th- this is true. I'm not... I wish I could make it up, but it is It is not true. Uh, uh-oh. Uh, we getting phone calls already? Text? Yeah. Well, not angry text, but no. people want to clarify things. Uh, we've got to, we've got a groundhog call from Joe. Joe wants to uh, Joe wants to jump in with some groundhog information. Okay. Because we are all groundhog all the time. It's mm-hmm. a new format. Uh, very. I exciting. have groundhog news coming up at the top of the hour. Actually, of course, of course yeah. you do. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Hi, Joe. Hi. You mentioned plus, plus the tiny film. You didn't mention uh, Woodstock Willie, our, our own local groundhog. Uh oh. What he did he see a shadow? He did. And, uh, and and while he was being held up. In the air, he peed all over the guy who was holding him. What does that mean? Does that mean there's going to be more, a know. rainy spring? Does that mean it's going to be a wet I summer? So. What, is it, what does that mean for us? I think it means rain. <laughs> all right, you too, Joe. Thanks. All right, that's uh, that's I did. I forgot about Woodstock Willie, which was uh, my name when I uh, really was an adult film. Oh my god! Uh, sure, but that's a whole. <laughs> a whole different story and it's sunday evening why are we getting why are we getting into that back know. to your back to your uh, dismay and we're going to tell you, cash is already upset because i'm disregarding the clock so uh cash you haven't worked with them enough go ahead uh, we'll get you know what i will explain why they killed off mr peanut and we will talk about a very uh an anniversary that roger will not let die <laughs> no matter how how much everyone begs him to let it die. We'll talk about all of that after this on WGN. Brian Noonan, 720 WGN. Rick will be back. He is in Iowa getting ready for the caucuses, uh, which are Tuesday. Very exciting. If you don't know what a caucus is, really, you need to read a paper. Uh, you need to figure things out. Big. Uh, I don't know if you know, there's a big election coming this year. All right, Roger, so here's yeah. the thing. You were, okay. you were lamenting the fact that, mm-hmm. and, and this is old news, but you got so upset when Mr. Peanut was referenced right. and his death was referenced. Mm-hmm. The ad agency that works with, uh, and it's not just planners anymore. I forget who. I forget what big corporate umbrella they're under. I think Heinz something, whatever. Big what, Food Corporation. Big, yeah. big Food Corp USA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ad agency that works with them started toying with an idea of killing off Mr. Peanut because they wanted an internet reaction mm-hmm. much like when Iron Man dies in Avengers Endgame. Oh, my gosh. Now, yeah. if I have mm-hmm. spoiled that film for you, mm-hmm. get a time machine, travel back over a year ago, <laughs> yeah. and see the movie because there's a there's a uh, statute of limitations on spoiler alerts. Yeah, yeah so anyway, I agree, yeah. Okay. Iron Man dies in this movie. Mm-hmm. The internet goes crazy. There's right. talk. It's it's trending forever. Everybody's upset because Iron Man is dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, it brings some people to tears, myself included. I'm mm-hmm. not ashamed. And so that's why they wanted something like that for planters. Oh, and okay. And now today, supposedly, during the, uh, the game uh, of superness yes. that is bowling over people, mm-hmm. there's supposed to be some sort of funeral. Oh. <gasps> 
for Mr. Peanut. Okay. Now, well, word that is, would make sense based on the commercial they sure. showed. Sure. Word is that Chester Cheetah is mm-hmm. a pallbearer. Oh. Uh, the Frito Bandito is coming out of retirement to help carry the casket. That's There's amazing. a lot of the Pringles guy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of a lot of pallbearers. It's going to be hugely attended okay. by all the cartoon spokespeople. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why they chose to do it. Oh, because okay. Mr. Peanut had not been. Let's be honest. Nobody thinks about Mr. Peanut anymore. He's a legume wearing spats. Yeah. Which is... And an eyeglass. A monocle. That's monocle, what they call them in you. this yeah, country. Well, eyeglass. Right. What, are you, yeah. what are they, pirates? <laughs> oh, an eyeglass? Uh, like spyglass? No, it's a monocle. Fake eye. eye. A glass it's eye. It's not a glass I eye. Know, I know. I'm joking. I went to high school with a kid with a glass eye. What, really? Yeah. The grossest thing I ever saw? Why? If you're eating yeah. the little meatballs out of a crock pot at your Super Bowl party, put them down right now. Uh, we were all in the bathroom, <laughs> and he popped it out. No. Yes. Why would... What, again... There's things I'm going to lie about. <laughs> a guy popping out his glass eye in a high school bathroom, I don't need to lie about that. No. It's so weird. Nobody's going to believe it. Because anyway. he would, probably thought that it was going to be the coolest thing to everyone. Well, I don't know what he was... Maybe there oh. was maintenance involved. I don't know what was up. Okay. Um, and it, it wasn't a surprise that he had a glass eye. That didn't shock us. We all knew. You know, mm-hmm. We'd known mm-hmm. the kid for years. We knew what was going on. Um, but... But uh, you ever seen one pop out? No, no. no. Cash? No. I don't want to. No, in the movies, know. but... Pfft. Yeah, you don't you want know. to see it. I'm Cash good. is right. You don't need... That's something you don't need. There's a lot of things I don't need to see. Yeah. That's one of them. That yeah. was one of them. Now that's off the list. Seen it. Now I move on. What's next? What's next that I don't need to see that somebody's going to show me? Uh, topless Roger. That's no. Probably. That's probably. Please. <laughs> He's going to Because you know next year after oh, your no. big Disney trip, you're going to start posting pictures of you in your Mickey Mouse shorts. No. Uh, you the on Mickey the, Mouse shorts. Yeah, he's going to have Mickey Mouse trunks, <laughs> and he's going to be wearing those big goofy hats with the big bills and no shirt. Yep. No, I will be wearing a shirt. Trust me. I, I know my limitations. I'm begging you. I'm Taking pictures you. of I'm me with no shirt you. on, no. You're not going to... No. I got good-looking legs, but we're lay, not. We're wearing shirts every day. You're not gonna lay a pattern on your chest so you get a burn in the shape of Mickey's head. <laughs> no. You're not gonna do that. Listen, I mean that would be pretty. Cool. That would be pretty cool. That would, yeah. that would be cool. Even I though, guess what that. came in the mail yesterday? Finally, uh, a bill, foreclosure nope. notice, no, nope. your mental health record, our wow. family. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep guessing. If you, if you, if <laughs> I'll tell you, our family T-shirts of the trip, the Badish family. Walt nice. Disney World 2020 trip. Now, did you get those through Disney? Yeah. All right. See, here's the. This is funny that you're doing this. Uh-oh. And this is a sidebar because we do have to get into your thirsty yeah. anniversary. <laughs> have you ever met anybody as thirsty as Roger Cash? Be honest. <laughs> uh, you can just, actually, yeah. Your silence is uh, tantamount to an affirmative. We are. Uh, my mom. You know how uh, people, when they. Get to a certain age, they'll say, I've always wanted to do something. Yeah. And even though you've known them, now I've known my mom, I'm going to say a while. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's a long time. It's a long time. <laughs> let's, just put, let's say multiple decades. Yes. Never once has, has this come up that she always wanted to do. But she's very generously decided to take my brothers and our families and her on a four-day Disney cruise. Ooh, nice. Wow. Yes. It's very... It's I. I can't say anything other than thank you. It's very generous. But now my brothers have been batting about the idea, some of them, about getting matching shirts. Some of them fall on the side of, yes, that would be funny. Mm -hmm. Most of us are on the, 
absolutely no chance that we are going to wear matching shirts. <laughs> now, I I volunteered to buy everybody the Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse ears with their name embroidered on them. Those are for, nice, yeah. For, a, for one picture, you know, so, oh, so my okay. mom will get, will get them on the boat and we'll get one picture where all of us are wearing the mouse ears. So, uh, you know, we'll all have that kind of thing. Gotcha. That's been... That's been received lukewarmly, but not negatively, because everybody's like, "Oh yeah, okay." We're nobody would expect us to wear those all day. We're right. just going to put them on, get a picture. That'll be that'll be fun. And put them in the suitcase, and now they're they're right. part of your history. But okay. a couple of oh man, a couple of my brothers are pushing. They Uh-oh. want they want the matching shirts. So mm. I I can see now you're taking your your daughter and your little grandkids. We got our two grand girls, our daughter. Right. And our son and, son, and oh, Bridget, you didn't leave him home? the whole family, the whole family. All right. We're see, all going. That's very nice. And because see, it works out technically. Because if one of the grandgirls doesn't want to go on one of the rides, then one hundred percent, whoever is with her, either our son or our daughter, will go with that grandgirl, and then the other will go with the other grandgirl. So we're covering all bases because Bridget and I are sleeping in in the mornings. Yeah, it's you know, we'll, we'll meet up with them later in the day. So you're oh, not getting on the no, wasn't, My mic is still on. I pulled my headphones out. Ouch. <laughs> Go ahead and talk amongst yourself. Okay. We. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good Lord, Roger. Anytime I don't want you to say anything, when I don't want you to talk, you won't shut up. When I need you to talk for Nothing 12 seconds while I bend I... over to plug in my headphones again, you won't say a word. I heard you yeah. say, oh, and I thought you were reacting. Well, okay. Okay. <laughs> No, I said, I said, talk amongst yourselves. That's, I was trying would, to. No, you weren't. <laughs> no, because you talking amongst yourselves yes. would have meant Ann oh, me talking to Cash and Cash just yeah, yourself. Yeah, right. You, you know. never shut up. <laughs> I guess the way. I guess the way. The only way to get you to shut up is to tell you to talk. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My word. Uh, don't break anything. Uh, try not we're to. Cutting the, there's, we don't have money for replacements. No, though. but they were just in here putting things back, and I, I didn't so want to break anything. I was say, so by well, all means, now they'll be back start, tomorrow to put yeah. it all back together right. again. Start punching the monitors that they just installed. That's good. That's how things work. Great. So anyway, we're not yeah. going to... I don't think we're getting the matching shirts. Thank God. You'll do the ears. I'll do it. I'll, oh, yeah. I think okay. the ears will be great. I'll yeah, get the ears. The ears. Cute. Yeah, it, right. Yeah. It's a nice, cute... Because we'll get our pay, a big... Um, there's my mom has put very few requirements on this trip. Okay. Other than uh, she wants us to get the big family picture. Okay. Which sounds that, right. That sure. To understand. You got to. And she wants to have uh, she wants us to have dinner together the nights that we're on the ship, which makes sense too. Now right. it's funny because you know she's like, well, the dining room you have to be over eighteen, so that means most of the kids except for Molly can't come. But, oh no no no! Listen no. That's good because my brother and sister-in-law need a break from the three little kids. And plus, right. on the Disney cruise, there's a million things for tiny little kids oh, to that's do. That's true. There's a yeah. million things. A million things. Yeah. So the kids will be the kids will be much happier going and playing in the Disney stuff than mm-hmm. they will be sitting in a restaurant. You know, having to get dressed up and sit in a restaurant to eat gotcha. dinner. Sure. So, so I All figured right. the, the ears will get. You know. I'm going to see if I can get them on Amazon cheaper before we go. You definitely can. I think so. Yeah. Well, plus yeah, there's the Disney pre- store here in town. I don't know if they personalize stuff here. See, I need them embroidered. Yeah, still go to Amazon. Yeah, yeah I got to get them. I got to find okay. a place. That I know somebody who can do some embroidery. Well, then just get the plane here and just boom, get the you're done. You yeah. yeah, just bring yeah. them on with me. I'm not paying Disney prices. <laughs> <laughs>
crazy? $17 for a bottle of water. Come on. Yeah, good for you. I hope you can bring in snacks. Can well, you bring the, in snacks into the park? Um, yeah, we can. Okay, good. Actually, what we're doing is, because this we're be so fast. many... Talk amongst yourself, Roger. We're, <laughs> we're so many, we had to get a suite so that we could all stay in one place because none of the accommodations could accommodate us the way we're all set up. Wait, the accommodations could accommodate you? <laughs> you like the way I did? So, not uh, really, but not, go ahead. You brought it up. So, um, uh, so we're doing that. So they've got a refrigerator. They've got the you know stove and stuff. So yeah. we're ordering food to be delivered from the grocery store because oh, we're going to be there a week. That's, I think that's very smart. I can't believe you're doing it. I think it's, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> Wait a minute. Roger did something smart? No. It's genius. <laughs> no, it is genius. Because, like uh, listen, that's right. in two weeks we're going to be in Mardi Gras. We got a little... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But we have a little kitchenette in the place, so we're going to have everything in there for breakfast. Sure. Because why, you know, why get up and then have to go... Go find a place and wait in line. Well, mm-hmm. we could just make coffee and have the cereal or whatever in the room. Exactly. Yep. And yeah. then then go out and you know. Now get we turnt. did get the dinner plan. Get turned. We I'm did get turnt. the food plan. Uh, hold on. I'm sorry. Hold on. Cash is Cash is amazed <laughs> that I'm going to get turned. Turned. I'm going to get turned. Cash is <laughs> turned. Weird. It would have been better if you said lit. But oh, it's fine. oh I used oh. to get. I was going to get lit. Okay. But then I'm old. So All I'm right. just getting turned. Okay. Now, once I'm turned, I don't say that I won't get lit. Oh. Usually by the police lights. That's okay. how I get lit up. All right. It's usually by the man with his uh, with his mag light on me. All right. You know. I support it. <laughs> do what you do. Go crazy. I'm going to do me. You know, yeah. I'm going to live my truth. Look, do you, because you can do it best. <laughs> Only you can do it best. I'm actually going to have that printed on a big name tag that I'll wear yeah. in the French Quarter. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Brian. I'm doing me yeah. because I do it best. <laughs> if found, go. please return to and then put where I'm staying. Yes. We do had it. one of those once and my daughter got very mad <laughs> because she thought I was making fun of people who, you know, people who were challenged. And I was like, oh, no, oh. I'm not. There's also a good chance I'm going to be out of my mind and yeah. I might, you know, I'm gonna at get some lost. point of the evening. I'm going to get lost. Yeah. So yeah. this way... <laughs> I have friends that do that. They put it like on their home, like their lock screen of their phones. Yeah. So if you just like tap their phone screen, it'll tell you where to send them to. Exa- see, I need to be, I need to be sent somewhere. That's, that's the <laughs> so thing. are you saying that you're going to be able to be tapped and that the address will pop up somewhere on you? I'm not uh, artificially intelligent, Roger. I'm genuinely, naturally intelligent. I'm not some weird robot. I'm intelligent. not a humanoid. No. They're going to listen. Plus, what's the worst that happens? I pass out somewhere, I'll wake up the next day, and I'll find my way back. That's not going to happen. I am still I am still in the throes of uh, dry January. Even oh, though it's February 2nd, I have not gone well, back. The, well, congratulations. No. I, yeah, uh, I broke. I uh, my, my wife did it, too. And she, I think she had a harder time with it than I did. Just because every once in a while, after a long week, she wants a glass of wine on a Friday or Saturday. Just mm-hmm. to, And I would say to her... Well, go ahead. If you want to have a glass of wine, you work. You had a crazy week at work. Have a glass of wine. Yeah. Um. So she didn't last night, though. She had a drink. I still have not. But anyway, all right. Well, yeah. we got to talk about Roger's thirsty anniversary. And I also want to check in since I brought this up. It is February second. Uh, a month ago, everybody made resolutions. Oh man, I'm going to do. It's going to be great. Whole mm-hmm. new me, 2020. I'm looking at it with clear vision. How many of you are still? Living your resolution, or living your truth, or is your truth that you're a failure? 
312-981-7200. That's how you get a hold of us here at WGN. All right, we are a little over a month into the new year, January 1st. Oh, did you make a resolution? What was it? Are you still sticking to it? I made the resolution to do dry January, which I was successful at. Look at me bragging. I'm not, listen, I'm not uh, humble bragging. I'm not, uh, what do they call it, flexing? This is a little flex. I'm not yeah. flexing. Okay. But I did that, and I've also uh, been watching my what I've been eating again, so I'm down 12 pounds. Nice. So that's hey, good. Congratulations. Thank you. Only because, only because I had lost all that weight, and then yes. some of it came back. Yeah. So I'm trying to, trying to get rid of it. So, I, so far, and I don't, you know, in two weeks I'm going to Mardi Gras. All the resolutions nice. will be out the window. True. I will yeah. be eating king cake uh, from morning till night. Jambalaya. Jambalaya. Jumbo. Fried shrimp, fried oysters, uh, fried king cake. Beignets. Uh, yes, beignets, muffalettes. I'll just be, everything will it. be out the window for that week. I support it. But then I'll then I'll come back and try to get back on. Uh, Roger, did you make any resolutions? None. None. Nope. Okay, very nice. So you're doing okay with them then? <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have... Up to this point, I am still in the none category. Okay. I have not like gone back on not making resolution resolutions resolutions resolutions. My resolution is not to speak uh, words that make no sense. Your, um, your resolution should have been to only speak when not asked to speak, because yes. then you would be on there one hundred percent. Because again, when someone asks you to speak, right? I don't. Don't you clam right up? The yeah. pre- is it the pressure? Did you feel the pressure? Is oh, that extreme, what extreme pressure. But I said, uh, also, it's from my childhood. I don't like being told what to do. Really? Yeah. So if you tell me don't speak, I'm going to speak. If you tell me to speak, I go ah. We're going to all right. Stick with that. Cash, okay. did you make any resolutions? <laughs> I did. What, I what did, did you write? It's not too. Oh dear! How, and when did, did you? How long did you make? How long did I you go? I made it all the way through until uh, February first at twelve ten a.m. Oh well, then you made it. Then you did I it. Made it. You, I just you made it all the way hit through. The cutoff. That's yeah. all right. Listen. Yeah, the bar manager came and got me. He was like, "Cash." <laughs> he was like, wow. "Cash." I worked earlier today, and I got off and went to dinner and came back just to see you because I go. missed you. That's Can nice. we do a shot? And I told him I have to wait until at least midnight. Until midnight. So he forced himself to stick around. For an extra hour and a half. Well, that was very nice. And we did a shot at twelve oh five. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Good for you. Was it? Uh, did you find it difficult? Was it easy? Uh, it was easy. Yeah. Yeah. He gave me tequila. You know. No, 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 not the shots. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I would have guessed the show was, <laughs> was it, well. Now that we're on it, Top Shelf Shaki- Tequila Shakira. What? No, she's one <laughs> Top Shelf Shakira. It's always Top Shelf for Shakira. That woman is a performer. Let's be honest. She is a talent. Uh, uh, <laughs> this is great. This is going really great, guys. I know. Right now, uh, right now, Plyer's like, we got to get that to the museum. Yeah. This is when are they done? Because Save that tape. Is, Mark it. This is going to be it. fantastic. Uh, yeah, it was. It was easy. I do it every year. Every yeah. year, I try to go the first month completely dry with no liquor. Yeah, I did it last year too, and it. There were only a couple times, and it wasn't that there was a craving. It was just situational, where I was yeah, like, same. "Oh, you know what? A glass." We were at, we were out uh, for dinner, and it was an Italian place, and I was like. Oh, a glass of wine would go really well right now. Yeah. So it wasn't the, I need booze. It was like, oh, yeah, this usually complements, you know. Right. A beer would complement this nicely. But Yeah. yeah for me, I get tempted a lot because of work. Yeah, you're a lot of the venues I'm at, they, you know, they'll give you payment, but also they're like, oh, we'll give you a bar tab. We'll give you drink tickets. So See. I work around it and just make mocktails. Okay. Yeah. And that worked out? 
I love a mocktail. Sure. Kitty cocktails are my favorite. Kitty cocktails, are, oh man, I used to love those. And then when you're 21 and up, you add vodka, and now you have a dirty Shirley. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called a dirty Shirley. I'll have to try one. It's a Shirley Temple when it's yeah. There's not nothing. Nothing used yeah. to be better than the uh, the ginger ale or Sprite with that grenadine in there. Yeah, and, and they put cherries in cherries it. in there. We used to it's go to a place part. when we were little that had these plastic uh, animals that they'd put on the rim of the mm-hmm. uh, the kitty cocktail too. Oh, it was sweet. I'm telling you, kitty cocktail is the way to go All during right. the liquor cleanse. I should have done. I should have done that through dry. Uh, All right, you know what I should do? Put my head down and take a rest. <laughs> I'm going to let Ashley talk for a minute. Hi, Ashley. What was your resolution? Hello? <laughs> nope. I'm going to put uh, Ashley back on hold because everything is up here. Maybe is that she, the, uh, from the she, Roger Batter show, School of Talking? Down. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. So, Cash, if you'll check. No, yeah, let me, ch- let me check on you Ashley. Check I'll be back. right back, guys. Check if okay. Ashley's uh, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> Ashley left. So Ashley, Ashley left. All right. Yep. Ashley had said she was... Uh, she was she had been good about not spending extra money. That was her resolution. Yeah. That she was she not going she's to doing really good with it. Good. And that's that's a resolution a lot of people should... Uh, I, I should probably look into, too. But uh, I live by that. I tell, you know what I do? I tell everyone that I'm broke. Because if you tell people that you're broke, they don't have to ask you for money. There you go. That's a good yeah. idea. They're not asking yeah. you to go places. They're not. That's perfect. Yeah. Because really, you know, I'm not broke broke, right? Like, I have sure. money for what I need. But in essence, like, I'm broke to where i don't have the money to spend on random things i want i don't want to partake in like the, a lot of discretionary income yeah yeah well that's good exactly. there's nothing nothing wrong with that plus yeah. it does give you an excuse not to go out which is I, i'm always looking forward to exactly. that's why that's why i kind of like dry january too because then i can avoid certain things yeah that i was like eh, there's gonna be a lot of drinking there i just i just rather stay home yep yeah it's perfect i should just I should just stop drinking altogether. Then I'd have excuses to never leave the house. There you go. Uh, but some people leave the house uh, ill-advised. Mm. Or they drive home on an ill-advised route. Mm. D- depending yes. on how... Doesn't matter how often they've been warned. And then something happens. Mm-hmm. Some people would call it tragic. Mm. And then uh, they mine that tragedy for the rest of their lives every year. It's nonstop. Mm-hmm. Today marks one of those tragedies. Not for me, Cash. Uh, you were not here at this time. I wasn't. On uh, Groundhog's Day 2011. I, I definitely was not here. No. There no. was a blizzard in Chicago. Not just here at I, the station. I recall that blizzard. There was a blizzard. I was old enough to recall the blizzard. Yes, you yes. recall the blizzard. Yes. Um, <clears throat> one person who will never let us forget the blizzard mm-hmm. is our own Roger Patterson. Yeah. Hmm. Because, uh, Roger, you can, you can correct me when I start to get the details wrong. Okay. Which is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> the correct details are in the book, but go ahead. The bu- this elusive book. When is the, I, I hear you have... Uh, you wrote a book I, uh, about this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> two pages. <laughs> I hear the book is... Um, the progress is, be- is being made on this book. Yes, it is. All right. Yeah, beginning of April. Very cryptic uh, mm-hmm. beginning of April it's coming out? We're hoping. Are yeah. you going to have a big book release party, a gala? I would certainly hope so. Do you Cash need a is going to spin the tunes. I was say, yes. DJ here? I think so. Okay. All right, it'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Keep your, keep the beginning of April opener for What's the dress code okay. going to be? Uh, casual. casual. Very casual. Fantastic. Not right snowstorm here. casual. Just casual. Just casual. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm sure, what is this, eight chapters of the book? 
This uh, is just one. Just really, just one. One yeah. chapter. But yeah. it's a really Very long short. chapter. <laughs> it's 108, 108 that, pages. Is it a picture book? For the one chapter. Yeah, there are pictures. It's a pop up book. Yeah. Pop up. Oh, wow. You open it to the middle, Roger's big head just jumps right out of you. Interactive. I like yes. that. Does it have like little doors? You open the little doors. Yeah, yeah well, there's one notes. you pop open and little like snowflakes come out at well, you. Well, sure. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, this chapter, there's actually one of the a little car and you get to scrape the windows and then you see Roger's frozen cadaver in there. It's very exciting. It's a very advanced book. Listen, he's a the targeting book. it to all ages. Oh. It's, you can read it as an adult, nice. but the kids can look at it and go, yeah. this guy made one of the worst mistakes of his life. <laughs> wow. It's a children's book. You know, those really... Actually, the moment, the moment was captured in audio. Just in case you forgot. Do you have it? I do of believe I do. You. Now, which which moment? Because there were many. Because you, right. Here's the background. <laughs> uh, for those who've been listening to the station for a long time, uh, and those who, who were not here at that time, Roger was teaching on February 2nd, 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. South side of Chicago. South side. Yeah, on an, uh, uh, 87th and Jeffrey. Here, all day, they're telling us by 3 o'clock, things are going to get dicey. Mm-hmm. Which is why, I, at that point, I was on sports night. They called us in early. They actually gave us, they gave us a hotel that night in Ooh, advance. Wow! They Sweet. said, "Can you come down early to be here before the storm? Mm-hmm. We'll give you a hotel, and then because we don't know who else is going to come in, right? You know, right. so we, Who's there, there be was able a chance it, we'd yeah. have to be on for a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Roger leaves school that day after but three. We were kept at school. CPS like would prisoners? not allow us to leave. All right. Yes. We had to stay for the entire school day, even though there were no students in the school. All right. And who would have known uh, had you left? Uh, my time clock, mm. because you have to punch out your own time clock. Really? Yep. You don't I just not fill, know see, that. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays, they just fill out time cards. Mm, right? No. Nope. There was, not only was there a time clock that you had to punch in your own code or swipe your ID card, but there was also a sign-in sheet. So, right. yeah, you had to be there in person. All right, hang on. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to take a quick break. Okay. I'm going to let you queue up all your audio. I'm ready. This is going to be okay. exciting. We're going to take it to the top of the hour. It's very, very exciting. Uh, the story of Roger's worst decision ever and why he won't let it go. <laughs> this, to him, is every major holiday combined. It's bigger, I believe it's bigger than your anniversary to your lovely wife. Which is coming up. Sure, yeah. of course it is. But it's going to be overshadowed by this. Oh, of course. But we'll do more of that after this, WGN. We are talking about the blizzard of 2011. Groundhog's Day brings back memories of this blizzard. Many of, many of us remember where we were that day. It's, uh, you know, it, was, it was a big day. They, I remember most, the eeriest was the morning of the 3rd. Right. Waking up across the street from here. And uh, walking over to the radio station when we were still in the old place to fill in for people who couldn't make it in, mm-hmm. and there being no cars and no people. Yeah. And it, it kind of had that post-apocalyptic feel. We're talking about Roger because this is an anniversary that Roger will not let go. And uh, I, I will say, Cash, you weren't here then. I, uh, as you can imagine... After we found out that Roger was okay yes. and everything was fine, a week later we were doing the weekend show together, mm-hmm. and mm, I may have given him a little a bit of a hard time. <laughs> and I so, can imagine that. And Just like, again, why is this only, day different than any other right, day? But, only, <laughs> but you were, I knew yeah. that you were, well, you were sitting across from me, so one, I knew you were okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
I knew you had survived. So at that point, I feel it was okay to give you a little bit of a hard time. Uh, people disagreed. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. my goodness. People. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. Yeah. People did not. How dare you give Roger a hard time? He almost died. Uh, which may or may not be true. I Did you right. almost die? So tell Cash, uh, give us the story. You left. We you had to stay at school. You left right, school. So you leave school. Tr- the snow has started. Correct. Oh yeah, and the snow were, had already been coming down, and, and the warnings. Driving, we heeded the warnings as best we could. I thought I, I was driving home one of my colleagues, so I had to get off at Foster to take him home, and then I went further north <clears throat> from there. So. We were coming from 87th, and I got on to the Outer Drive at that point. Uh, right. I mean, further north, when the Outer Drive curved back around. So we, we got on, and I was making good time. We were heading north, no problem. It's not that everybody was off the drive. There were a lot of people still on well, the sure, drive. Well, a lot of people like you, they were they, trapped. <laughs> they, well, we had to kept, get home somehow. Right, they were kept at their job, their, their horrifying job. And so uh, we got up to Roosevelt, and still not bad. We got through downtown, and we started going north. We were going past Fullerton. We passed one of the buses, not the not the um, um, uh, the bus that was. It doesn't. You passed a CTA bus. We passed a CTA bus. One of them, of which one or two Tribune people were on, and I think another WGN employee was on. And I was still making good time. Now, was I driving safely? Recklessly. I was driving recklessly. Nice. Yes, I was. And that's what I like to hear. I do too. We got up to uh, just before the Belmont exit so the drive is starting to curve around and i see a line of cars snaking from the lane closest to the lake across the four lanes on the northbound side and i'm thinking i can get through this i don't know why they're waiting well unbeknownst to me at the time you saw days of thunder and you know you just drive through any sort of hazard i had no problems with that none whatsoever the car itself was old enough as it was i figured you know if it dies out here on me i'm okay no problem But um, unbeknownst to me, a CTA uh, articulated bus had jackknifed at the Belmont exit. So everyone is backed up from that. I tried to get along uh, uh, the cars on the far left lane closest to the divide, and I just got stuck in. I couldn't get by one of the cars, but once I stopped there, the snow just started drifting in on top of the car. So now I am stuck. The car is still running. Okay. Uh, I'm doing okay, even though my friend, my, my colleague, was not exactly happy. You're we, saying your colleague is panicking. Yeah, a little bit. Like, a little bit. Not a lot. He didn't start really panicking until we got to the hospital. Um, wait, what? What? Well, that because we had finally... You've just fast-forwarded like 15 hours. Yeah. Right. Yeah, let's not. Where the let, hospital coming? All right. Yeah. So the, the later. So Remember, now, okay. I, I before bef- so yeah. people don't yell at me again. Yeah, don't. Nine years later, <laughs> you know what time it is. So you're going to have to. As this is say, about four fifteen, four thirty. No, 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 no. no, no. I, no oh. you know what time it is here yes. now in the present, twenty twenty. Hurry you up also, and finish. No, you also know, like at the beginning of movies that run on broadcast TV, edited for time. Okay. So. 
All right, so we, we got stuck. Every detail. We got stuck, and we finally get rescued um, by uh, the Chicago Police, Chicago so Fire stuck, Department. You're stuck on Lakeshore Drive. The, stuck the, on the Lakeshore car Drive. is being covered with snow. Right. The, you were stuck from uh, approximately when to when? Gosh. How, well, lo- how long were you in the car? Uh, about 4.30 till around maybe 2 or 3 in the morning, about 12 hours, 11 oh hours. God. Now, refresh like my memory. At yeah. any point, did you and your colleagues strip down and hold each other to create body no. temperature to, to, for warmth <laughs> no. to fight off hypothermia? But there was a... Uh, first of all, the car eventually dies. While we're there, well, so yeah, I've got no power. For 12 hours. Well, no, but it died because of Snow. someone came along and tried to get the car out, and it just quit on me after I was trying to put it in forward uh, and then reverse to try to get the car out. Yeah, you wanted to rock it. Yeah, well, some guy showed up to try to rock it, and they kept pushing me into the snowdrift. So that was no help, and then the car died, which means I lost power to my phone, which means I couldn't call in. And yet, you still were able to make cash. He, uh, how many calls to uh, on-air personalities? I think Steve and Johnny were on. The Steve air, and Johnny not, were on. Yes, if I'm not mistaken. And then the phone, because I had an old flip phone. I didn't have a, a really good phone, and it wasn't holding the power, and it just no. died out. And so they, uh, I couldn't even listen to the radio. I don't know if what anyone was hearing or what was being said. Uh, oh, you know, you can guess what was being said. Well, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> we can't hear from Roger. Where is he? Oh, my God. No, uh, that wasn't it. <laughs> it was worse than that, no, I'm sure. Probably. That wasn't the worst. No, okay. <laughs> so finally they came and got us on the southbound side. They came along with a CTA bus, which had no heat. Okay. <laughs> Seriously. Now, all right, so at any point during this 12 hours... Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than the guys who came to try to push you into a snowbank, who don't seem like they were there to help. It no. seems more like At a all. looter situation, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Like they were going to come and rob everybody who was stranded. Mm-hmm. They saw you and they were like, ah, oh, yeah. yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> he, he is, look at, he and his half-naked... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't he's half-naked. Around they're just, yeah, they're just trying to keep... We're just keeping warm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Listen, you, when, you, when you think the end is near, you do whatever you got to do. Yeah. So... Did any like any anybody for, of any authority come and come, like did police come by or fire firefighters come by and say just stay where you're at we we know you're here we're coming well, to get you well early on at you? about maybe seven o'clock they came by when the car was still running uh, they um, some firefighters came by and said are you guys all right and they told everybody who was stranded just stay in your cars and so we said yeah we're fine the car's running I got heat not a problem. But that only lasted a couple more hours, and then, boom, we were in the cold. So okay. uh, so we were that way. They, they finally came and got us with the bus. They took us to the hospital. I had frostbite on my feet. Um, they took me down, took care of that, and by about 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, I finally got up the courage to head over to the... There was a CTA Red Line station right there at the hospital, and took it north, and the buses were running on Western at the time, and I got to where uh, we live, and I walked, and people were shoveling out the street in their cars and stuff by the time we got there. The back end of that story is that my car was lost for the next couple of days, because right. they were supposed to take them to those big parking lots, but nobody had a record of my car. So they towed them off Lakeshore Drive, but they didn't tell you where they towed it to? Well, they towed, They were supposed to tow it to three different large lots, like Soldier Field. There okay. was a lot. There was a lot on the north side, one on the south side. We went to each one. They pulled out the computer records. We were on none of them. Hmm. And finally, I got a call late one night. I don't know who from. They said, your car is at the corner of this and this. Click. 
It sounds like, again, that sounds very shady. That sounds a little questionable. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's, yeah. Like yeah. somebody from the city was like, you know what? I need a car for a couple of days. We're just going to drive this old Honda. Now, how long? Then that you you kept, you, despite the amount of damage to that car, you kept that car for a long time. Right. We, we got the car. We had it towed in. And they actually had to put a large heater on it because the en- entire engine was encased in ice and snow. So they had to melt it all. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. They, they had a, a huge heater in the car repair shop hanging from the ceiling, so they joisted the car up and just let the heater melt the snow and ice and then started up and saw what parts needed to be replaced, which they did. Uh-huh. And the next day, I had my car, and I think I came to work that night. I believe you did. You yeah, came. Uh, I had the car in time to come to work. Which what was a trooper. A, he was a trooper, and he, uh, you know, he took his beating like... Uh, like a man. Yeah, I did. Yeah. did I did file reports there. And to HR. It, do, we have, do we have time to play this quick 30-second or 25-second? Yeah, 30 30 yeah, go right, here, we, here we go. So this is our uh, uh, Duffy put together this great promo, and, uh, <laughs> and I am forever in posterity. Uh-huh. All right, here we go. Hundreds of drivers and CTA passengers were trapped on Lakeshore Drive for hours. I stayed in my car until I ran out of gas. And hours. We had been on the bus for hours. And hours. 70 miles an hour winds coming off the lake. Chicago weather gets history making. If you walked out for a second, your coat was, was an icicle. It was hard as a rock. You get 720 WGN team coverage. It's always better to listen to WGN. Wow. It's you. Forever. How long are you going to keep... Now, I know. listen, I know we still remember Pearl Harbor and the Alamo and, uh, you know, other big historical (laughs) moments. Somebody texted in, Deanna texted in, she had had posted on your thing. Yes, she had. She says, what's what's with Roger? What's the latest? No, she had... Yeah, right. And she had uh, predicted Mm -hmm. that uh, you and I would be laughing about this for years to come. Yes. We have done that. All right. On the other side of the news, well, you know, there's a game. People are really worried about the commercials. We'll talk about that. Ryan Noonan in for Rick Pearson. Rick is in Iowa getting ready for the caucuses. Roger, are you going to be covering the caucuses wall-to-wall, nonstop? Uh, we will have coverage there. I think um, uh, we will have uh, someone on the scene, actually, uh, for that. Well, I know Ryan Burrow, I believe. Is it, oh, Ryan's going to be out there? I sure. believe so, yeah. Always, Ryan's always somewhere. Yeah, so that's, he's a man uh, on the move. That'll be exciting. Yeah. Uh, as you know, the Super Bowl is tonight. Now, I can say that because I'm just talking about it in conversation. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to make any money off it. No. Uh, well, I am, kind of. Uh-oh. Because I'm uh, I'm in an illegal squares game. <gasps> that's right. Uh, so I do, have, I do have a vested interest in how the big game uh, turns out. How many squares I, did you get? Just one. I bought four squares. Ooh. That was part of the deal. Oh, okay. Uh, see, it was only ten. It was ten bucks. You get four squares. Oh, okay. Chance to win fifty a quarter, hundred for the fourth quarter. Gotcha. Now I had pretty good. I have pretty good. Uh, I have a zero zero. So I was hoping that at the uh, end of the first quarter it'd be mm-hmm. zero zero. But I don't think that's the no, case. I don't think so. Well, you should know. Didn't you just give an update on the game? I didn't give the score. I said that that San Francisco was. In the lead, San Francisco's up three nothing. I'm yes. out. I'm out my fifty. Yeah, because well, I only know that one square. I could have, you know, if I have three and zero, well, just hold on. Well, don't you get to pick the squares that you? You pick the squares, but the numbers aren't on there. The numbers <gasps> oh. don't get put on. The numbers were put on this morning. This morning, oh, okay. I received email notification. Gotcha. Electronic mail mm-hmm. uh, came to my home, and uh, that had the that had the numbers on there. Okay, we had to use a you know super secret email mm-hmm. chain, a decoder ring. 
I did. I was down on the floor in my footy jammies with mm-hmm. my Dakota ring. Yeah. Eating a bowl of Cocoa Puffs. Oh, yeah. Exciting. So the game is, uh, there is something that is going to happen in a few hours that is called the Super Bowl Syndrome. It is where emergency rooms will be swamped with people. Mm. And you may say, well, what brings that on? Yeah. I'll tell you. Well, there used to be, and, and this, I think, has been debunked, but one of the old wives' tales was that uh, this, the Super Bowl was one of the biggest days for domestic violence, <gasps> which is nothing funny. There's not, nothing funny about that. But it, that, was the, that was an old rumor. We also know that it's a day that uh, Domino's is going to be delivering one, one million pizzas today. Wow. One million, which is insane. Yeah. It's a, yeah, well, listen. It's I mean, Super you Bowl. can't, like, pop your own frozen pizza in the oven. And... People like a nice hot pizza, right? Well, I know, but People still. People enjoy a nice pizza. I'm sure, I'm sure every pizza place in America is going crazy tonight. Okay. That's why there's no chance tonight I would ever, uh, I would ever want to order. order a pizza. Yeah. Never. Just because it's Super Bowl Sunday and everybody's, everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I actually, for when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was delivering Domino's pizza. Oh. I was, you know, doing comedy and acting right. and all that. I, you know, you Guy needs a little side hustle. Mm-hmm. So I had the Buick Roadmaster wagon, loaded it up with Domino's pizzas, and off I went. And I had started right around this time of year, so I was delivering on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay. Uh, folks, if you're listening and you're waiting for a delivery person to come to your home today, give them a couple extra bucks. Take care of them. And yeah, don't give seriously. Me, don't give me the, well, they knew what they're getting into when they signed up for this job. No, they're bringing you food so your lazy behind does not have to leave your house. Mm-hmm. So be nice to them. If you usually give a couple bucks, give them a couple more, and, and realizing that realizing that they are busting their hump, and don't yell, yeah. you know, don't yell at the delivery driver if things are, take a couple minutes longer, uh, you know, unless unless it comes in your pizza is half eaten, uh, then <laughs> then maybe you can you know raise or a frozen, ruckus. sure or frozen, <laughs> but be nice, yeah, because I remember, I'll never forget. I go into this big house, first delivery, Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, a woman came very scantily dressed Ooh. to the door. Yes, listen, I'm not, I'm not complaining. It was uh, California, warm yeah. out there on Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. Right. But she gave me a $10 tip. Nice. Yes, and I thought, this is going to be how the rest of the day goes. It was not. Oh, no. Yeah, so if you're the kind of person who uh, stiffs a delivery person, you really should learn to cook for yourself. Because it's not right. Yeah. If if you're out there delivering tonight, uh, Godspeed. Be careful because I know it's just it's an insane night. And by the time you get to some people's houses, they'll have been partying for hours. They may be a little bit under the influence, maybe cranky, maybe they're going to be in a really good mood and throw you some uh, you know drunk tip. Where you're like, oh, I forgot how much I tipped the driver. And then mm-hmm. you, you count your money tomorrow and you I give love them like tips. fifty. But drunk tips are the best. I love those. You know so. Everybody tonight should tip like they're drunk. So, you should always tip like you're drunk. You should tip like you. We well, should always tip generously. You should always mm-hmm. take yes. care of the people who take care of you. Yeah. Whether if whether it's uh, bringing you food so you don't have to go out. Like, I'm surprised. Sometimes I'll talk to Molly, mm-hmm. and she uses she uses a lot of the apps to get food delivered, like Uber Eats yeah. and Postmates. And- yeah, and they'll bring stuff. First of all, I'm like. How much are you paying to get a Chipotle burrito bowl yeah, delivered right. to your house? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's you know, and I'm like, well, you work. It's your money. If you run out of it, that's. <laughs> but, yeah. but I always I'm like, you tip right? Oh yeah, I put a tip on there. Okay. Oh. 
What? But sometimes you call her a those liar? No, no, no. Sometimes wow. those tips that you put online, like when you pay, you know, you you put the credit card through right. and it pays, some of those tips don't get to the drivers. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Or they get taxed heavily on it. Yeah. I always I always tip in cash even yeah. if I'm at a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you got to. Yeah. I throw I'll throw the dinner on my card. I always leave cash. Yeah. Unless unless, you know, 90% of the time. Sometimes I don't have enough cash. And yeah. I'll, all right, I'll mm-hmm. just put it on there. And I, but I do know that. So anyway, back to the Super Bowl syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, there's a big drop in volume in the emergency rooms during the game. So right now, the emergency rooms are empty. So listen, if something happens, hope it happens now. Get right in. You won't have to wait. Yeah. Because if you wait, which is what people do, they're so invested in watching the game that something will happen to them. And they think to themselves, I'll just go after the game. So after the Super Bowl ends, emergency rooms are swamped with people who are coming in now. Uh, they did a study. study was first published in 1994. Emergency room ad- admissions from 88 to 92 were found to be significantly lower during Super Bowls than they were the rest of the year. And then another a paper in 2013, uh, they said the impact uh, of Super Bowl, oh boy, I think that's 47. I, I'm bad with Roman numerals. I was amazed at how low the study volume was at the three hospitals I was covering that evening. So it, it people just wait. Now, if I was having a heart attack, I'm not going to wait till the end of the game. I guess no, if, I, if I twisted my ankle and I thought it might be broken, maybe I'll just ice it during yeah. the game. If it's two teams I'm invested in. Now, I'm not really invested in either Kansas City or San Francisco. Okay. You know? I, yeah. It's... I got. No, I don't have a dog in this fight, Mm-mm. so it doesn't. If I hurt myself now, I would go to the emergency room. Super Bowl syndrome doesn't seem to be entirely unique to the Super Bowls alone. Uh, after they analyzed emergency room visits during 782 sports, I like that they put sports games in this article. Really, not sporting events. Sports game. Uh, an emergency medicine doctor found that there were fewer male visitors on days that professional football games were played than there were on nine game days. So guys guys will put off going to the emergency room anyway. And I know that sounds like a tired stereotype. But, but it's, it's true. But it's true. Yeah. Um, so now they will wait. So again, if you think you need to go to the emergency room, and I don't wish ill on anyone, go now. And go now so maybe you'll be uh, in a room... By the time the halftime show comes on, are you looking forward to this halftime show? No, no, I have no, I, I have no, you know, I know Shakira's hips don't lie. I know J Lo <laughs> is from the block, still from the block. She's still from the block. Yep. She has not been back to that block in twenty-seven years. Probably not. No, I can't. Oh, well, it. she may have driven down the block in a limo, <laughs> but I'm guessing she has not gotten out and sat on a stoop in that block, and uh, you know. Had a cup of coffee or a slice of a dollar slice of pizza in twenty eight years, thirty years, man. Yeah. So she is. But what is it? What else is she going to sing? I, I'm woefully behind on my Shakira. Most and, of her songs she stole from Ashanti. <gasps> wow. Oh. Well, she didn't steal. She just didn't sing it. But her name is fe- is like featured on DJ Cash. Yeah. This is where the DJ part comes in. Throwing that is some a known shade fact. at J Lo. No, it's a known fact. Really? So, like in the early 2000s, you know, when there's like different songs with Ja Rule and yeah. uh, J Lo. J Lo's not the voice Ashanti is. J Lo was wow. the face in the videos and got the got her name written really? as like featured. But if you look at the actual musical credits, it's Ashanti. 
Wow. How'd she get away with it? How do we not, how do I not know this? I mean, the same way that you have other artists in the 90s, early 2000s, where they, you know, have someone else sing it, but someone else was the face. Like Millie Vanilli? Uh, that's the only one. I was uh, just going to remember. That's the one I know. Millie Vanilli. Yeah. Or uh, what was it? Good Vibration with Marky Mark. Yeah? Yeah. It was the two big women that sing It's Raining Men. They actually sing that on there, but they didn't want them in the video saying they weren't marketable enough because they were two big girls. Because Marky Mark likes to work it in his underpants. Exactly. Wow. And reps thought that it would be too hard to sell the single if they had women that weren't seen as... Women of size? Right, if they had women of size singing in a video, that it wouldn't sell as many records. The entertainment business is just a cesspool of scummery. Yeah, it happens a lot. Like, if you think of a lot of different songs, you have, like, the unknown female voice or woman voice yeah. on a track. You don't see them in the credits, but they make the song. Oh, sure they do. Yeah. Well, that's... It's funny when you see a band live and they've got all these extra people behind them. Mm -hmm. You go, wait a minute. On the album cover, they were just the four of you. Yeah. And, you know, in the videos, they were just the four of you. Now you need all these other people to make that sound? Yeah. Hmm. So you're saying J-Lo is a fraud. J-Lo is a bit of a fraud. A lot of those songs, Ashanti sang them. So what are we expecting tonight, then? I have no idea. Lip syncery. Absolutely. A lot of lip syncing. Absolutely. Now, despite Lady Gaga saying she didn't want to see any lip syncing. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to see that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, J-Lo has other songs that she did, you know, like in her own time as years went on. Okay. But I I don't know. I feel like Shakira is like the bigger name. People are trying to make it seem like J-Lo is the bigger name. Yeah. I feel like Shakira is. See, and I, like I said, I, I know who both of them are. Mm-hmm. I know Shakira. I, I, I only know Hips Don't Lie. I don't know why that is. I'm sure there are other songs that I would hear, and I'd go, oh, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, I know that Shakira song. There's other ones that you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, J-Lo, I don't, I don't, I haven't thought of her as a musician in forever. Even though, even though she does, you know, every once in a while she has an album come out, and I'm like, oh, but I think of her as an actress now. Hmm. But even there, even there, eh, eh, Yeah, I haven't seen her in, like, any movies that really... She was fantastic in the movie with George Clooney uh, back in the day. I can't remember the name of it. It was based on a uh, based on a book. Uh, t- t- took place in Detroit. She was very good. She was very good in that one. Okay. Um, but then, like I saw Hustlers. Eh. I, I really wanted to see Hustlers. I haven't seen it. yet. She was okay. You know, she did. She did a fine job as an uh, aging exotic dancer. Aging. Uh, well, yeah, they made it. They made a. I don't listen. She's she's a perfect age for me, but I'm saying in the in the movie she played an aging exotic thing. Oh, okay, I got yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, right. yeah, no, yeah. That you. was the movie's description because she like ah. aged out of being uh, aged out of being high, highly desirable to some of the clientele at this point. Mm, so it wasn't okay. that wasn't me being I ageist? Because you know, I got you. If you if you don't think if you don't think J Lo is an attractive woman, you don't really know what women should look like. Or what women, what attractive, there's attractive women all over. J-Lo is one of them, let's just say. I don't want to... I, almost dug yourself in a very deep I, hole. I know. That's why, that's why I saved myself, because I'm not saying that's how women should look. I'm saying J-Lo looks like an attractive woman. Yes. That is not, that, that doesn't mean there's not a lot of... J-Lo has a lot of good songs. You Does know? she? Yeah. Right. I, I like some of them, like uh, Waiting for Tonight. Oh, yeah, I know that song. If You Had My Love. Now, those are her... Those are hers. You're sure? Those are, I mean, from what I know, those okay. are hers. Because I know you just, uh, you know. I those love, are hers. I love the that songs that are in question are like, I'm Real with Ja Rule on it. 
Um, there's another one she did, or Ain't It Funny with Ja Rule as well. Those are the ones where it's like, no, that was Ashanti singing. Okay. And now how does Ashanti not uh, stick up for herself? I mean, Ashanti finally she started did, getting yeah, her she own did music. St- yeah, she label. did well by herself. Yeah. Music labels back in the 90s with contracts were very shady. Yeah. Because that's how TLC got screwed over. Right. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people got screwed over. Now Absolutely. it's nice because people are doing it by themselves. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like Billie Eilish recorded everything in her bedroom. Yeah. And now it's she's, great. you know, she wins four Grammys. Five, was it four or five? Thought they a bunch. Yeah, it's a, they, they got a lot of Grammys. She won too many Grammys to carry. Yes, she needed she help. Her brother carry, help. Yeah, she yes. needed help carrying her Grammys. All right, let's do this, and then uh, I got. I have to talk about uh, the commercials a little bit. Is there one that you are, you know, one that you're excited about? There is one that I'm excited about. I will share that with you, and we'll talk a little bit about that on the other side. In just a couple minutes, we will be talking to our old friend Cody Goff, who is going to update us. I did a review back in July of a certain show that is happening in Chicago, and Cody is going to update us with the new the new show. So we'll talk to Cody. Always fun to talk to Cody. Uh, ironically, Cody is at a Super Bowl party, Roger. The man who knows less about sports than mm-hmm. pretty much anybody I know on this planet yeah. is at a Super Bowl party. Let's do, in the uh, in the interest of prop bets... Okay. Let's let's. Uh, what's the odds that Cody's going to be drunk when we talk to him? Oh wow! Well, I remember the the time he related his trip to uh, Colorado. Yes, um, and that didn't take long. That didn't. Take, and he also <laughs> called in from some festival. Yes, uh, completely looped up. Yes, so, I would say uh, the odds uh, that he's already uh, well inebriated. Uh, about 95%. 95%. Yeah. I wish I knew more about odds. I'm going to give it even money, because I don't think, oh. uh, right? This is if it, it's I see an what even money bet. Yeah, so yeah because I, you can't, because we know, we already know what the result's going to be. Right. So we don't want to lose any money by saying, nah, he ain't going to. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. I always get confused with the like uh, three to five and uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. You got to bet a hundred to make like ten, or yeah, you got to bet ten to make a thousand. Make Six dollars. Yeah, sound... no, not at all. I do like the prop, the, some of the prop bets. I am looking forward to one commercial, because you know tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, everybody is going to be talking about the commercials, mm-hmm. despite, the f- despite the fact that they've been out for weeks. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of them, not all of them. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah of them. But enough of them, right. enough of them that you go, boy, for, for some people, that's mm-hmm. really what they watch the game for. That's They're what I party. watch the game for. Yeah. You're, there, you're socializing with people, but you're like, oh, the commercials are funny or not funny, or, yeah. you know, there's different ones. And... Uh, there's one that's going to be on this year that has gotten a lot of coverage because it's local. It's a local commercial for a locally based company for WeatherTech. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. The owner of WeatherTech paid six million dollars for a mm. Super Bowl ad, but not to promote WeatherTech. No, his what? his dog, his golden retriever, last summer uh, got very sick and got cancer mm-hmm. and had a one percent chance of survival. The local vets couldn't do anything for the dog. So he took it up to the University of Wisconsin at Madison to their big veterinary school. And they saved his dog. Yeah. So he has created this commercial to thank them and to promote the school and ask people to donate money to this school because they saved uh, they saved Scout, his dog. Wow. Yeah. Now, first of all, it'd be... It, it must be great to have that kind of money where you can do something like that. It must be great. He really loves that dog. He yeah. really loves that dog. And, you know, a lot of people in that situation, you can't do it. 
Right. Know, but but thankfully they saved his dog. But what I think is nice is um, the company he's used before because he's had Super Bowl commercials before for WeatherTech. We've oh, all sure. seen, yeah. We've yeah. seen those. But uh, the same company created this one to thank to thank the uh, the veterinary hospital. It's uh, it, now the people up there said it's going to be a first for the university. Not the first time Scout has appeared in a Super Bowl commercial, though. He is the mascot for WeatherTech. Mm-hmm. Their 2019 game, a Super Bowl ad last year. Uh, one of the six that they've aired featured the dog. Scout explored the WeatherTech factory floor as workers assembled parts around him. So Scout has uh, Scout has survived. Wow. Yeah. So Scout is more famous than any of us right now. Scout is more famous, and it sounds like better taken care of too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are we doing wrong here, guys? I don't know. <laughs> we were not. <laughs> what are we doing wrong? We don't know the right oh, people. Not at all. <laughs> Man, it's just crazy. It's. Yeah. Uh, he had a malignant heart tumor, this mm. dog did, which is pretty much, you know. And I, f- I feel, uh, you know, you've had dogs. Yeah. Right? You, you got, you still have a dog, right? I have two. Uh, you've got two now. I had a dog. Right. Um, and, and you can only, I mean, if you've not had a pet before as part of, as a member of your family, like we have, it's hard to understand what he was feeling. Yeah. Um, but it's it. I can understand what he was going through. Oh sure, and the the, uh, the university's uh, veterinary school of veterinary medicine said a lot of times people will try to do something. It's not unusual for them to do something to say thank you to the to the doctors and the right. students who've helped save their right. pets. He could have taken the six the, million and right. given it to them. Well, the unusual yeah. part yeah. is that they're they're doing this well. The the six million would have been a huge contribution to the school. However. If you think of how many millions of people are watching that game right now sure. and will see this commercial, the potential donations from that ad, mm-hmm. once people see this dog and they start to tear up and they're like, oh my God, I got to send something, the potential is much bigger than $6 million. They could stand to make a lot more. And I think, I think that you, you've got to figure a guy like that, that's what goes into that thinking. All right, mm-hmm. I want what can I what's going to be the best way for me to thank them? Sure. Well, if I give them a check, I know it and they know it. Right. If I lobby for donations from a worldwide audience, there's a good chance they're going to make more and so my gratitude uh my gratitude will enable them to do bigger work and more mm-hmm. work down the road. Yeah. So, I have only one issue with it. Yes. Cuz Yes, it's great to, you know, lobby to get the school more money. However, student loans are high. Yep. So my own, and vet, vet school is outrageous. Yes. Anything in the medical field is way up there. So my only thing is, did he help the students and teachers that still have loans out to help them pay down their loans a little bit? Ooh. Because giving the school more money is then going to hike up that tuition for people to attend there in the future. Yeah, that's a good point. That's it's, my that's my only word. It's a hard, it's a fine line because uh, I never want to tell a person how to spend their money. Right. You know, it's he's worked for this money. Now he's he's well known for some of his extravagant spending. He uh, spent between seventy million and eighty million dollars in twenty eighteen on a nineteen sixty three Ferrari two fifty GTO. He purchased a twenty three million dollar equestrian estate in Florida. He owns several aircraft and luxury yachts. Uh, so when you look at all that, 
to him the six million is not. He said it was like playing roulette, and right. he, he wants to try to get them more. You're you make a good point. That's you know? my only thing. You, you know, make like, a good it's great point. to lobby. However, also take direct care of the people that you know yeah. saved your pet. Like ask them, they hey, do you have a bunch of student loans? Can I can I help you with right. your loans? And that's you know that's going to get out there, and, and you know you're going to garner goodwill. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, that's I like I like that point. I like that that way yeah. to go. Any school that gets money in from donations, I can guarantee you, they're not giving it to the students <laughs> to help them pay off their loans. Are you sure about that? Pretty sure. All right. I'm pretty gonna, sure. I'm going to. I'm someone still bang, paying on their loans. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. I I've seen the effects of a school getting money, and uh, what they do with it is uh, they at times try to exploit the work of the students to bring in more money. I c- what? Yeah. Oh. Or, you know, they'll start... Are you talking about athletes? No. Athletes and... and, and research people? Athletes and, and academics yes, and, no, you I... know, students doing well for themselves, all of that. Or they'll start to, you know, build the school up, but then they won't give alumni access uh-huh. to the facilities at the school anymore. Right. Even though the alumni are still paying for student loans. Well, listen. You're out. You're alumni. I'm out. Yeah, right. but I'm still these, these You're still debts, paying. Yeah, this, and, this and debt is you know what's funny is they still want alumni to keep. Hey, send us a check. Yeah, they still want you to pay they money. They still with want them. you to give money. Yeah, they just uh, they don't want. All right, let's. Um, I want to talk about one. We're going to talk to Cody in a second. So there's uh, there was besides this commercial, there was only one. As I was looking through all the, um, do you? Here's the thing. We'll talk about them tomorrow. But do you remember any commercials from last year, Roger? None. No, of course not. They're big news for a week or two before the Super Bowl, and then they're big news for the day after, and then they're gone. Because yeah. a lot of these only run once or twice. Well, they're so expensive. Yes. Yeah. And then they're gone. Uh, but the one that has got remo- high ratings so far in just about everything that I've looked at is the Cheetos commercial, because the the premise is when you have Cheeto dust, they're introducing a Cheetos popcorn. Mm-hmm. Same kind of orange dust on mm-hmm. there. So when you're holding a, when you eat Cheetos, you know your fingers get. Mm, sure, the flavoring goes off. Right. On the, yeah. So the guy in the commercial is using that as an excuse not to do anything. Right. Can't help his buddies move. Can't help him lift this. Can't do anything around the house because every time somebody asks him, he holds up his orange hand. The funny part they say is because every time he holds up his hand, yeah. MC Hammer pops on with "Can't touch this." Dun, 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 dun. Right, just dun, the dun. can't touch this. Dun, dun. So, okay. like one time, I saw his head pop out of a carpet. <laughs> uh, his head pop, he pops out of everywhere. Yeah. So that's the one that's getting a lot of uh, okay, a lot of play. More nostalgic. Yeah. Because of of MC Hammer. All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will talk to the uh, the one voice who is not here tonight that's usually with us on Sunday nights, and that's Cody Goff. Why am I talking to him? I don't know. I'm paying off a bet. All right, we'll do that after this. It's WGN. Brian Noonan, 720 WGN. All right, uh, some people are watching the big game. Some are going to the theater. Back in July of 2019, I had the pleasure of going to see Teatro Zanzani's Love, Chaos, and Dinner. It was uh, when the show first came to town, and it opened up, and I gave it a rave review. I gave it four bow ties out of four bow ties. Since that time... Things have changed. They've changed the cast a little bit because of seasonality. The menu has changed. I have uh, been unable to get to the new production, but I sent an intrepid reporter, 
And by I sent, I mean I read that he was going, and I thought, isn't that wonderful? Uh, why not talk to a man who is right now enjoying a uh, super huge bowl of football gaminess, Cody Goff. Hello, Cody. Hi, Brian. How's it going? This is your fault. You're the reason I went to this show. Uh, well, no, that's good. But first, uh, I know you've all... Oftentimes, you have come to me and said, you know, I like producing your show. I love having my podcast, Game Life Balance US. I like uh, working on the Curiosity podcast where people can learn a lot in a minute. But my first love is to be a sports reporter. That's what I would love to do. <laughs> because as everybody yeah. who's listened knows, you, uh, you live and die by sport games. You you mm-hmm. love the footballs and the baseballs and basketballs. Uh, oft times you will uh, play bocce ball in the studio while we're uh, doing it. Now you were at a uh, at a Super Bowl party, which I find hilariously ironic. Do you want to give um, us an update on what is happening in the big game? Yeah. So what's nice for anyone listening is that you're probably listening to WGN Radio because you either don't care about football uh, or you realize that watching it for the commercials, as they say, yeah. uh, kind of died about ten years ago when YouTube started posting commercials <laughs> a week before the actual yes, game. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So far, the game sucks. The commercials suck. Uh, wow. One commercial has been good. One commercial's been good, and that was with Brian Cranston from Mountain Dew, uh, and it's been on YouTube for more than five days. Right. I, I I searched for it as soon as I saw it. So, uh, yeah, you're not missing anything. Now, how did you? All right, I have to ask you this because if you were here, I would ask you the same thing. There was a lot of controversy about that Mountain Dew no sugar commercial because they say it glorified domestic abuse it it was a very scary commercial brian cranston as the uh, jack nicholson character in the shining and uh the woman who plays rainbow on blackish oh uh i can't remember her name she is she's playing the shelly duvall role um did you did you find it disturbing cody um that is it's a good question. It's just such a stupid idea that I can't. I, I can like barely comprehend All right. anyone actually being that stupid. So it's just it's it's literally a parody of a scene from The Shining. Yes, uh, and and not, and not just that. That's the thing. Like. If it was a parody of a movie scene, that's one thing. But this scene from The Shining is one of the most well-known, well-referenced scenes in movie history. And so, it's Tracy Ellis Ross is the actress's name. Tracy Ellis Ross. It just came to Yeah, me. so, like, if, you, if you've never seen The Shining or ever heard a reference to this, to this particular scene, <laughs> um, and you're very sensitive... Um, and you don't understand art or culture, um, oh. then yes, I can see it being offensive. Um, if, if you're a very dumb person, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. well, that's something. I, I, let's see. You've called. This is good because I started the show uh, by calling people who calling people failures if they have not kept up oh. with their resolutions, and now you've called them dumb. So you can see we're we're garnering. We're all about uh, creating a loving atmosphere here inclusiveness that's mm-hmm. what this show is all about mm-hmm. all right let's get to the reason mm-hmm. you're calling uh because i'm sure you had to put down an adult beverage to uh to talk to us but i mentioned that in july i went to see teatro zanzani and at that point i raved raved about it and i said to you you must go see this show now you have things mm-hmm. have changed a little bit so tell us about your experience at the new teatro zanzani yeah, and to be like crystal clear, off the air after the review, you turned to me and you were like, Cody, seriously, though, 
you've got to bring your wife to this show. Um, so this is not like a performative thing on your part, like full disclosure for everybody listening. Like this really was very oh, highly recommended it by was you. One of the, it was one of the most fun nights Debbie and I have had out because it was, it combines dinner and theater and it's interactive and the, the venue is gorgeous. So I know the venue hasn't changed, but the show has changed mm-hmm. since I was there. Yeah, and I didn't even I didn't even realize that going into it. So actually, it was funny. My my wife's parents were coming into town this weekend, and she googled. You know, she's like, I can't find any shows. They they don't really like late night people. You know, they might want to do something during the day. And she said, Well, there's this matinee for this show called Teatro Zanzani. And I said, Let's do that. Like she found yeah. she actually found some deals on some decent uh, ticket deals on Hot Ticks. You can you can occasionally find some good deals on tickets and. And we got some good seats, and I was immediately like, Brian has been telling me we should go. Uh, I've been thinking about it. So I think there's two really major things that set Teatro Zinzani apart from other shows. Because um, a lot of WGN listeners will realize, like, Brian, you and I review a lot of Broadway and Chicago yes, performances do. and other shows. So the two main things that set it apart are, number one, and you told me this before, you told me this after you saw the show, you go into this tent in this hotel and you told me your words were you are transported into like another place. And um, there's one thing when you're watching live theater or even a really good movie where you go to the theater and you kind of, you really lose yourself and you're very immersed. Right. But right. this is like another level of it. it. It's like extra. Like you really feel like you just forget about everything else in the world. Um, and, and it's almost like time passes at a different rate. Um, the, the, like the closest comparison I can make is maybe if you've been to Las Vegas and you've kind of like been around there and you know how there's no windows anywhere inside and it feels like you're there for a week when you're there for like two days, right. like that's kind of like this. So you go in this tent, you experience the show, you're totally immersed and you feel like you spent all day there, even though it's only a three hour show, but not in a bad way, like in a really good way. Like you're just like. It just feels like you experience so much. Um, and then the second thing is that there are certain shows, there are certain performances, musicals, whatever, where certain people will like it. Certain people will like this if they like uh, emotional musicals. Certain people will like this if they like really good performances, whatever it may be. This is the type of show everyone will like. Like, you cannot not love this show. It's impossible. <laughs> it's just... And, and it's because of the range and the, the acrobatics. I mean, you see, you see some of these people come out and do some of the flips and the tricks that they do. And there is no way if you're a human being with this, like, even a remotely normal person, you cannot look at this and just not be like, oh, my God, wow, that's amazing. Um, so that's the, that's, the big, that's the big differentiator. Like, there are certain shows that I would say, oh, you'll like it if you're this kind of person right. or if you're like that kind of person. But this show is like... No matter who you are, you're going to love this show. It, it, and I, I really mean that. I would literally put it in the top five to ten shows easily wow. that I've seen live All right, in Chicago. Probably this top is, five. This is going to be the barometer for most of the people who like this show. And, and Cash, you're going to find this shocking. Uh, one of Cody's favorite shows of all times, Cats. Are you serious? <laughs> Cody, uh, Cody is obsessed with Cats. To the point where I did have him committed on an involuntary 72-hour observation. Tell me you're kidding. I, I No. Mm-hmm. I kid about a lot of things. When my friends are in trouble, I don't kid. 
And Cody, this is big trouble. So Cody loves cats. Now Cody, so where would you put if I if I put um I was going to say a gun to your head, but that seems overkill. No pun intended. Oh, violent, if, I yeah. made, if I made you choose, if if all things being equal, it was a Saturday night or a Saturday afternoon, you went to a matinee, and you could go see a stage production of Cats, or you could go to Teatro Zanzani. And I know this is unfair. It's like picking between your favorite children, but I don't care. I'm going to be unfair. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, it's, it's apples and oranges because I have a childhood <laughs> relationship with, with cats. I do, I do, I do cash. He was, he was serious. I do, I have a very great childhood relationship with cats. Um, he was I'd rather have uh, paint dry than watch yeah. cats again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you. If, Thank you. If you, if you've never seen either, uh, I would say go see go see Teatro Zanzani. Like yeah. if you're like someone just gave me a hundred dollars, hundred fifty bucks, like whatever it is, to go see a show. What show would I recommend seeing that is just gonna blow you away, no matter who you are? Teatro Zanzani. I like take a date, take your parents, take a family. It is just. And I got pulled up on stage, Brian. Did oh, I did you? you? No, you did not. So you were down. I... You were sitting down near the center. <laughs> Mm, oh, or how did uh, you yeah, get well, how did you get pulled up? What was the circumstance? It was so there's a lot of audience participation. Yes. Um that said, don't worry, like musicals and, and well it's just not a musical, but performances like this, they typically know who doesn't really want to participate and right. who does. Um like you were in um Tony and Tina's wedding, so Correct. you you knew you could kind of feel out like who doesn't want to be picked out and who does, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so 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 don't worry. It's not like a stand-up comedy show where, like, if you're in the front <laughs> row, you're screwed, <laughs> you know? Um, because like my wife and her uh, her mom and mother-in-law did not want to participate, but they 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 kind of like mingle with the crowd yes. before the show, so they kind of feel you out a little bit. So I think they knew that I was game. So yeah, like in the middle of the show, it was um, well, to taste the salad. Uh, they announced the salad that's coming out. You have to dip your finger in the salad dressing and and have a taste. And I was that guy. Oh, very nice. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, it was very funny. But so, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to participate, and and it's very interactive. But like, it, it's not in your face or anything. So like, don't don't think that you're gonna go and like get picked on or anything. That doesn't right. happen. If you don't want to talk to them, they're they're not going to talk to you. Now, you've mentioned the show being fantastic, the venue being fantastic. Uh, it also includes a meal from the Goddess. Uh, I know when I went, I really enjoyed the food. How was it for brunch? The food was so good. Yeah, and we went for the brunch show. Um, literally, uh, you could get, like, short rib and a couple other things. And I, I just got a bagel and lox. Um, okay. not, not fancy, right? It's right. a bagel. Not fancy. Still unbelievable. Came with salmon. It was really good. Came with a little egg salad. Like, I was like, this is top-notch stuff. I mean, the, the food is, is so good. Like, you have to factor that in. Because the tickets are, are slightly more expensive, if you go look, right. than some other shows. But, but it comes with a really good meal. So um, you got to factor that, factor that in. And it, it's worth every dollar. And the show is like three hours long almost. So, yeah. you know, in terms of bang for your buck, I'm telling you, like, do not be afraid by the, the ticket prices. If you have a chance to go to this show... I mean, I said on Twitter, and I'll say it again, I cannot recommend this show enough. And I, I, I know I'm very hyperbolic, and I do that kind of thing a lot, but, like, <laughs> this show is 
really top tier, like truly. And, and, and actually, I should say, I've seen Cirque du Soleil in Las Vegas, like right. in their residencies. So I've seen some of these things. Some of the acrobatics they were doing, I've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, we're talking on, on par with a Las Vegas Cirque du Soleil show. So this is serious, good it's just everything about it is top notch. So yeah. Well, I'm Good sorry time. you didn't enjoy it. Uh, you know, maybe <laughs> next, maybe the next thing you'll you'll have some. No, I knew I knew you would love it. I I have to go back because the show has changed uh, a little bit since I was there the first time. It is wonderful. People can get tickets at broadwayinchicago.com. You can go to zinzani.com. Z i n z a n n i. I was trying to think of uh, for for this because you you were giving your own review this time what we could call it because I of course have bow tie theater reviews and uh, because I you know I like to wear the bow ties to the theater and I was trying to think what to call it based on what you do and I thought joystick reviews but that sounded too uh, adult that didn't sound right for the theater uh high hair mm. reviews would have been another one so how high cuz you've seen Cody at the theater cash <laughs> yes, his <I> hair <laughs> he believes the higher the hair the closer to god he's he's big like on that. volumizer he likes to <laughs> moose it up goes straight up but I don't know do you have an idea for what we could call this well, uh, just for today, we don't have to stick to this one permanently. But okay. since it's since it's Big Game Sunday, you know, you're not allowed to legally <laughs> say the name of the game. Uh, we'll 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 go by downs. We'll say, uh, how close are you to punting? <laughs> wow, that was with a P. With a <laughs> what do you think I said? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> how close so to punting? How and I'm I'm gonna give this four out of four downs. Four out of four downs. All right. Well, yeah, I'm not sure how that uh, translates, but I know you like I it, mean, so I'm going to go. Okay, four. <laughs> Roger, I thought there'd be Roger, some. Help him. Please. How many run tongue tuggers would this get? Well, if it's four out of four downs, it would be the first down. <laughs> first down. First so down. it's a first down play. Uh, play. Uh, Is that yeah, right? No, it's the fourth. No, there's four downs in football. And Again, this we is are the talking first down. Yeah, but if you if you got all four downs, it's now the first down. First you down you make the ten yards and four downs. Roger, <laughs> Roger, you are trying to explain. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sports. I just want to know if we won our bet to a guy who couldn't tell you if I had a lacrosse bat in my yeah. hand or a cricket bat. He I got gotcha. you. It's probably not even called a lacrosse bat. It's a hearing stick. sports versus theater right now is great. This would be a segment all on its own. This is how it all we. We try to blend everything together, Cash. Yeah. That's how it goes. Nothing, <laughs> is, nothing is complete. Uh, uh, it sounds like me. I, don't... <laughs> it's, I love again. I love the fact that Cody is uh, trying to tie in sports. Congratulations uh, on that. I would have thought you would do, uh, you know, uh, some some sort of cats reference, but I'm glad you went the other way and tied it in with sports, uh, proving once again that you should stick to video games. Wow. Now, <laughs> can people still find your podcast, Game Life Balance US, or is that cease to exist? It's it's somewhere on WGNRadio.com. Uh, but uh, yeah, you can you can find my stuff on WGN. But I also do a daily science show called Curiosity yes, Daily. It's a podcast you can pick up if you want. People can follow you on Twitter at Producer Cody. Producer Cody, yeah, yeah. I've been very active, although I don't know, man. Things are getting a little hot with all the all yeah. that politics going up to Super Tuesday, so I may have to need, need to take a break in the next few weeks. You know it's not Super intense. Tuesday yet. You know <laughs> no, it's just the caucuses on. It's a month to Super okay. Tuesday, and tomorrow's, <laughs> like, tomorrow's Iowa caucus. No, Tuesday's March the 3rd, Iowa caucus. March 3rd, I believe, caucus. is Super Tuesday. So, yes, yeah, I, I'm... 
Even I knew that. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you're back. You're putting everyone on blast as you like to do on the tweet, the tweet machine. That's uh, that's your mo. And uh, now are, you're a notoriously you're at a notorious uh, friend of the shows and a dear friend of yours. Icebag John is hosting the Super Bowl party. Let me see if I can guess what's on the menu at Icebag John's Super Bowl party. Uh, one bag mm-hmm. of expired uh, Doritos. <laughs> A half a, a half a container of old hummus and some mm. tepid water. Wow! Uh, well, you nailed the hummus. Um, <laughs> I, I I think he finished the Doritos before I got here, uh, but I brought some uh, some sea salt potatoes to some Trader Joe's. I literally uh, when you called me, I was sent to Seven Eleven to retrieve a Diet Coke and a uh, and a Snickers ice cream. For another one of the party hosts uh, wow. who uh, had some had some legal edibles and is apparently very high and wants a Snickers ice cream. Right on, right on. Very nice. Well, listen, you know? it is a pleasure. We'll let you get back to the game. I know you're taking copious notes. I know you'll be doing hits on a lot of ESPN stations around the country tomorrow with Cody's hot takes. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Your prediction for the halftime show, Shakira or J-Lo, who will shine brighter? I literally don't even know the names of the teams that are playing. I'm not kidding. I just so, talked about um, two female entertainers that had nothing to do with football other than that they're performing at the halftime show. Shakira and Beyonce? J-Lo are... are Is that no, what you said? I said Shakira and J-Lo, both human beings, um, both talented, uh, attractive ladies. Yeah, let's, let's go with J-Lo, Jennifer Lawrence. Yes, all right, we'll go with Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. She, uh, Academy Award winner Jennifer Lawrence. All right, thank you, Cody. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your party. We will, we will talk to you very soon. Thanks, Brian. Talk to you soon. All right, Cody. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence and Shakira will be coming up. We have to take a break because uh, time is the tyrant here on WGN. All right, only a couple minutes. I can't believe it. Cash, uh, thank you so much. The show has flown by tonight. Roger, uh, yep. talk amongst yourselves. Uh, <laughs> so thanks, thanks to you for dropping by and for Cody. So it's been a lot of fun to come back. Uh, Rick will be back next week, maybe. I don't know what the sports schedule is. Hold on. Wait a minute. He'll be back when it's... there's not a game at this time. Uh, he will be at we the We might uh, be Cardinals. back. I hope you are. Yeah. Uh, here's sad <laughs> news. Know. We all think that love is forever. Right, yeah. Roger? How long have you been married? 44 years and Four. another week. Congratulations. Thank That's you. terrific. I've been married almost 28 years. Uh, Pamela Anderson made it uh, less than 12 days. What? Yes. Wait, what? Pamela Anderson and her new husband, movie mogul John Peters, have split less than two weeks after their secret wedding. Uh, it wasn't was a quick. secret because we all knew about it. She said, uh, I have been moved by the warm reception to John and my union. She said in a statement to The Hollywood Reporter, we would be very grateful for your support as we take some time apart to reevaluate what we want from life and from one another. Life is a journey and love is a process. What are you doing getting married if you're only going to stay married for 12 days? Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you have been married, what, she's married to Tommy Lee. Then she was married, uh, she got kids with Tommy Lee. Then she was married to Kid Rock. Then she married uh, a producer. And then for a while, uh, Rick Solomon, she married him twice. Uh, both of those lasted less than a year. And then she was going out with a French soccer star. She also went out with that surfer dude for a while. Every month is Valentine's Day. Uh, poor Pam. Poor Pam. What do you think? What do you think the issue? High maintenance? Think she's too high maintenance? I don't know. I think she's just going to do it until she gets it right. No, it's I don't know you, about that. At some point, <laughs> you gotta stop. Before you just quit. Well, yeah, listen. If your if your marriage didn't last 
Well, if it did last two weeks, yeah. stop. You're done. You're, you're, you're done. Right. No you more quit. marriage. You're yeah. done. You you should not be allowed in any court of law to get a marriage certificate. They hadn't even finalized the papers for this marriage certificate. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. Karen Conti is coming your way on the other side of the news. Uh, I will be back. Well, you know how you find out when I'll be back? Watch the Facebook page. You can go there. I update you on everything that you need to know on the Facebook page. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being part of the program. Uh, Roger? Yes, sir. Don't drive in the snow. I know there's some weather later this week. Yeah. I don't want anything bad to happen to you because, uh, well, quite frankly, who else am I going to mock endlessly if something bad happens to you? 